motherfuckers drunk and tired. At the top, streaming on Apple Music right now. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Make sure you check that out. You are now tuned into official another episode of The Guiding Light with your one and only host, DeMonte Hood, a.k.a. D-Hood Jet Life, a.k.a. D-Hood for short. Cue the applause. Yes, sir. All right, so we back. Um, my quote of the quote of the of the day for today is uh, from Rachel Lindsay, uh, self uh, titled book. Uh, Miss me with that. So the quote of the day is "Miss me with that." Uh, we'll dive into that in a second. Um. The topic of the day is drinking, right? I feel like when you initially think about drinking, you think of first and foremost, you think of alcohol, right? You think of, uh, right, you, you, that's, that's the first thing you think of, but I feel like there's so many elements to that that is not just immediately off of, uh, it's not just immediately alcohol, right? Um, and there's no inspiration behind this. I just feel like this is the topic you can unpack and uh, we're going to dive in there. So miss me with that. Uh, the first thing, miss, right? Um, miss could be anything, right? Mississippi is the start of, is the start of a, a, a state. Uh, miss, to miss someone. Um, missing, like you, you missed a game-winning shot or you missed a game-winning field goal. Miss. Um, yeah. So... <clears throat> Water or drink drinking, right? Um, a subsection we're gonna go with water, right? Water is something that not everyone drinks. Not everyone drinks water. To be real with you, not everyone likes to drink water. Uh, why? I don't know. Right? Your body literally is eighty percent of water. So why don't you like to drink water? Who knows? Um, but not a lot of people like to drink water. Some people can go a day or two, three or four days without drinking water. But I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure, but I think if you go what, like a week without drinking water, you could die or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But the the, the topic of water can get really heated because um, there's people that don't like tap water, right? There's people that don't like bottled water. Um, um, I know... I used to personally think, yo, you was mad rich if you had Aquafina, 
right? I thought Aquafina was like rich people water because of how the bottle was. Like the bottle looked like really fancy to me. Like I'm like, whoa, like, but when you drink Aquafina, you be like, it's not what I thought it was going to be. Um, and there's so many, so many different types of water out here now, smart water and like what to drink water, um, is like a big flex in today's standard, right? If you go to the store and you got like the biggest thing of water is that's, that's, that's now a flex. So I, I don't, Hey, I don't know. Um, ice mountain. I just think it is good water. Kroger. Hey man, that's some good water too. Um, yeah, uh, Gatorade, right? Uh, I I never really knew, and I don't, I think most people they don't know. Yo, that's the ice glacier. That's the Blue Mountain, Blue Mountain Fizz, or nothing like that, bro. That's be like, yo, like that's the red Gatorade. That's the blue Gatorade. That's the white Gatorade, right? I think I think uh, I. I used to uh um like I used to like warm Gatorade. And that's a weird statement is because I feel like warm Gatorade has more flavor than anything else. Right? Cold Gatorade is cool, don't get me wrong. For sporting events, miss me with that. Miss, right? You miss a game winning shot, miss me with that. Um Gatorade um is is like when you think of Gatorade, you automatically think sports. Like I feel like you don't think anything else when it comes to Gatorade because it's branded itself like that. It's branded itself to be a part of the nature of sports, right? Every every commercial, or even you know what we talked about water a couple minutes ago. The 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 big Gatorade bottle, right? The big G on there where it's green and the green bottle with the orange top. That symbol that symbolizes Gatorade, right? But when you play high school sports and you see that bottle, you think, yeah, it's Gatorade in there. No, dog, it's water in there, actually. So that's a big, 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 big misconception. Miss me with that. There's that's a big misconception that uh those things are filled with water. Those things are not filled with those those they're filled with Gatorade. Those things are filled with water, actually. Um, but yeah, Gatorade has has kind of partnered itself to be kind of the official drink of sports, right? Um, every every commercial for Gatorade is uh, a sporting event, a game, basketball game, a volleyball game, and it's usually very intense, right? So they're trying to portray Gatorade as this thing that is recovery. Um, um, like if, for instance, if it's miss me with that miss, right? Missing the game winner. Uh, Gatorade uh, is supposed to be this fourth quarter drink that fuels you to make that game winner instead of missing that game winner, right? That that is supposed to be something that replenishes you. That's what Gatorade is, right? That's what that's that's how Gatorade portrays itself in the media. <clears throat> um, is it true? I don't know. I've never personally had no maybe at like AAU tournaments. I've had like Gatorade on the side or anything like that, but I don't know. You know, I never really thought, I think after a while it gets, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to bash Gatorade cause I like Gatorade. Um, and then they got the, the, these little G2 things. I don't, I, I can't remember if they're like, 
if it was like a drink, it was like the like weird G2 thing. So there's like, there's more, there's more stuff that Gatorade's trying to do. And I think they got Gatorade power, like chewy little bars now and stuff, which I've never tried. I've personally, I've never tried anything like that. Um, I, I don't think I would want to try anything like that. Um, I, I'm good. Uh, I'm definitely good on that. But again, um, Gatorade has kind of partnered itself up to be officially with sports. And going back to water, right? I kind of touched on that a lot. Um, um, to see a water cooler at like work or something like that is kind of like, I feel like heaven in a sense, because um, if you work a job where you're constantly meeting with people 24-7, to have that break at the water cooler is kind of nice. Unless Todd from sales is coming over there messing with you again. Like That's when it's like, dog, like Todd, why every time I'm at the water cooler, you at the water cooler? Like You wasn't at the water cooler 10 minutes ago. Now you here, right? Um, I think uh, th- those things can be a relief at certain places, let's say car salesman, right? He, he gives the, uh, there's peace, people nonstop coming in. He gets a finally chance to, it, it's like a sigh of relief. Like you get a chance to kind of breathe and relax when, you know, when you get there and kind of take it easy because let's just say, man, you got seven, eight people came in in the morning. You never, you never even got a chance to eat your lunch yet. So you get to that water cooler and you can finally get a chance to kind of, kind of kick back a little bit and just relax. Um, um, now we can kind of, I feel like venture off into, uh, alcohol, right? Drinking, uh, drinking when it comes to alcohol can go either two ways, right? Um, it's weird because, uh, um, with that, right? With that, miss me with that big rage, right? And big rage is her official name. If you, uh, if you want to catch this book, this is a shameless plug because I'm still, I'm still reading this book. I think I'm on page like 290s, 300 something pages. I got it from Target, um, but I know you can probably get it online. And um, Rachel Lindsay, backstory, I might do something separate or a book review on that. But Rachel Lindsay was the Black Bachelorette. I think she was season 13. She was the first. She, she, she was the black first Black Bachelorette on season 13, yes. But she was officially on The Bachelor of Nick. Vale Nick Vans episode, uh, season and I can't remember what season he's on but she was on uh The Bachelor as a contestant at first and she made it kind of close like to the end of the show and it was it was very rare for uh, a woman of color to to make it that far or to be that so engulfed into um into The Bachelor uh, again at this time, I really wasn't into it. And I'm still not really like, I don't, I'm not really hugely into it, but I was, I think this was last year. I was, I don't, I don't really always have a set show that I'm watching. I think I was just scrolling on TV and I saw Matt James, the black bachelor. And I'm like, Whoa, like I didn't know that he was, I think he's season 24, 25, but I didn't know that there hasn't been a black bachelor, right? I just had no idea um, because I wasn't always into the show. I'm just assumed that it had, um, I just assumed that there had been a black bachelor by now. I didn't, but again, I'm not really, ba- you know, the, it gets deep, 
I can I, I feel like the more that I've um the more that I've seen from the show, the more that I see how deep it gets with Bachelor in Paradise and and people realistically um they're setting their setting themselves up to be like the next bachelor, the next bachelorette. <clears throat> right. So um I think with that, they're kind of uh positioning themselves on these other platforms to be on their own. So you gotta you gotta think it is reality television, yes. Um so um do I think some of it's staged? I don't know. Do but I mean the the point is is to get TV time, you know. Realistically, I don't know how much of a person needs to go on TV to be I don't know, you know. I've I've always been um a big proponent of human connection and being able to talk to people. Um so I don't know, you know, I don't know how much goes into that or you know whatever the case may be. Um but yeah, I, I just think it gets it gets really deep. And I think it becomes a lot. And um those figures have to be um on a lot of the times. And I feel like it can be stressful, I'm sure. Um and I'm getting a little bit off topic a little bit, but I just wanna uh say it's it's been a really good book and um um yeah, if you wanna go check that out, I think I think uh they'd be good to go check something like that out. So, alcohol, right? Miss me with that. With that. Alcohol is an inhibition, right? Alcohol is legal at 21, but illegal at 18, which is weird because legally you can be drafted into the army at 18 years old, right? You can be legally drafted into the army or not drafted. I think you can sign up for the army or whatever. I don't think the draft thing is still around. I don't know about, to be honest, I don't know if the draft is still around. I know the draft was around back in the day. You know, um, there's certain rules to that. Um, not all of your kids had to register for the draft, but sometimes, man, like, most of your kids went into, I mean, that was like an honorable profession was to go to the army and fight for your country. Like that was something that people love to do, right? People love to, um, you know, fight for what they believe. And I think pride was big um, back in the day. And as far as the army, um, as the army goes, I want to say now, man, it's from all the people that I've met throughout my life, I think maybe five, four or five people I know that have officially been in the army and really they weren't there for long. So I don't, so you can just tell from the number that I just stated to, if you look back um, through history and throughout history, it's, it's definitely lowered a lot. It's, you know, it's not the same as in the world wars and anything like that, but I feel like it's hard to compare that because life was different back then, right? And I say that because people felt a duty to go to war for the country because it was the first of many, right? It was the first world war. 
right? So no one knew what was going on. So I think that's why it was more of a duty for people to go to the army. And they felt a sense of pride to do that. But again, you're 18 years old and you're in the army, but bro, I'm risking my life for this country and I can't even take a legal drink. Question mark? What? Huh? Hello? What are you talking about? How can I, how can I be drafted into the military or in the military, sign up to do four-year term, five-year term, six-year term, but I can't take a legal drink? But... The illegal drink in the States, I'll say, right? Because if you look at these other countries, um, Dominican Republic, Mexico, places like this, um, et cetera, et cetera, maybe Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, Panama, like those places you can drink at 18, right? So there, it's different. It, it's, it's a lot different than when you're uh, a kid in uh, the States, you can't drink. Sidebar, um, there was a, a personal, this is a personal story. So there was a, a concert I went to when I was, oh my God, maybe 17, 18. Maybe I was older. I can't remember. Maybe I was a little bit older. Uh, should I drop the dude's name? Who cares? Like, well, this dude was really popular back in the day, but now he gets a lot of hate. So uh, it was Vic Mensa, right? So Vic Mensa had a pop-up shop in Royal Oak at Burn Rubber, right? So he had me and me and some of the homies were like, yo, we were huge Vic Mensa fans at the time. So I went to go, we like, yo, he's down, he's in, he's coming to Detroit. We got to go see him. So we went to Royal Oak and he was like, he was really there. He was signing off merch. He was taking pictures with people. And I'm like, yo, like, that's really Vic Mensa. Like, (laughs) like he really here. Like that kind of blew my mind. And I was kind of like fanned out a little bit, but I'm like, he like lit with us. Like he, he, he in the, in the store, they have future going on and like, he's te- like, is he's teeing up and he did. De- I'm like, bro, Vic really teeing up with us. Like this crazy It's blowing my mind. And it was at one point in a song where I kind of like started teeing up the future. Vic meant to make eye contact with me and he started teeing up with me. And I'm like, yo, Vic meant ain't never made eye contact with me. So I'm like gas. I'm I'm ultra gas, bro. And so I finally get up there, take a picture with them, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna be at the concert tonight." I asked them some stupid question. I'm like, "How do you decide like what chicks you want to get with or something like that?" I think I asked him, and he was like, "Man, like he was like, I decide like how you decide." And I'm like, "Oh, wow, thanks, Vic." Right? Like it was like a word from you know a god above or something like that. Right? It's it's a stupid question. I was a stupid kid. Right. So, <clears throat> boom, uh, round up all the homies. We get to the uh, we get to the concert and right. Miss me with that, with that. I'm with that. I'm with the homies. Right. We kind of we're kind of teeing up in the car a little bit and then not too much, but just enough, you know, and then we get into the concert and, um, you know, he isn't go- he isn't on yet. He's the he's the main performer. But uh, under him, you got the undercards or whatever. So, you know, I, I I haven't really been to a lot of concerts, so I'm kind of walking around. I'm trying to see what ladies is there for real. I'm trying to see what's up. And as we're there, we run into some more homies and I'm like, oh, snap. You know, mind you, I, I know I was under 21. I can't remember how old I was, but my homies were over 21. 
so they could buy drinks for free. Miss me with that. With that, I'm with the homies, right? Um, inhibition, right? Inhibition and and uh, just being young, bro. Just being young and, and and wanting to be wild and wild and free, right? So uh, I'm like, hey, can I'm like, yo, can you? I got the money, yo. You, can you give me a drink? And then like, we gonna do it like that? And he's like, yeah, but. Again, bro, I didn't know any of this. Like, I didn't know how they were doing concerts at the time, right? Um, um, you had to have a wristband on, that, and that's how they knew you were legal enough to drink. I didn't know that. I haven't. I don't have concert experience. I barely have a drinking experience, to be honest, right? But he buys me that. He buys me the drink, and and I I think if I was like low key with it, real chill with it, then I probably would have been like cool and and like it would nothing would have happened. But I'm walking around. It's like a patio vibe where it's like a bunch of people and like it's real. It's real, real nice. You know, everyone's sitting on the patio. It's like a really open space. It's like a um, it's like a big bar in front and uh, everyone's kind of and it's open. Right. So you can see the city. It's it's not like super sunny out where it's like really hot. It's kind of like the sun just went down, but it's not cold either to where you would need it, like a light jacket or nothing like that. It's just kind of perfect where if you got a short sleeve on, you can just vibe, right? And it's all it's all kind of people in here, right? You got my, I got my friends there and it's all, you know, all types of people in here. And I'm like, whoa, like this is cool. So he buys me the drink and I'm trying to, hey, bro, I'm trying to tee up. I'm trying, hey, what's to it? Where are these honey dips at? Where they be at? So boom, like <laughs> I'm in there and I'm just drinking, drinking, drinking. And uh, one of the security dudes, he sees me, but I don't have a wristband on. Spot him, got him. So boom, he sees me and he's like, hey, where'd you get that? And I'm like, uh, I bought it. And he's like, where's your wristband? And bro, I didn't even know I needed a wristband. I'm like, uh, it fell. He's like, come here. And he grabs my beer, put it in, slams it on the, uh, on the f- fucking bar and er- everybody's like everybody kind of looking at me now at this point and i'm like ah shit uh so he he brings me with uh they got the flashlights on mind you that was the outside patio part so now we like in the club part i can't remember what places i don't know if it was masonic temple or wherever it was i can't remember where this place was bro because i was barely there um so <laughs> so the dude brings me inside and he's got the flashlight on and uh, he he brings me to the other three or four security guys. And they're like, hey, this kid was in the patio. He's drinking. Oh, what are we going to do with this kid? And the dude's checking off some checklists or whatever. I guess, I guess I don't know what they were looking at, but he's checking off some checklists or whatever. They got the flashlights going and all this. Like, what do we do with this kid? I can't believe this. Oh. So I'm bro. Miss me with this is the definition. The, the quote of the day is miss me with that. This is the definition of miss me with that. I'm like, I pay good money for this concert. I ain't missing this concert because of some something, whatever is going on. So they as they as he turned to talk to the other three security guards, I book it from them. Right. I'm running through the crowd and uh, I try to hide. I try to like. So Im- imagine. um uh, a ballroom full of people, right? You know, kind of, uh, there's, there's obviously there's people still performing and it's a concert full of people. And I'm, I ran through the, like the crowd and I try to hide in the corner 
to where they couldn't see me. So they came through with flashlight, like, you know, looking all around. And I'm like, so I'm ducked like down. I'm like ducked down like by this girl. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to hide. <laughs> it's Bro, there's no real place to hide. Mind you, there's no place to hide. <laughs> but the kid comes through with the flashlights or whatever. They find me. Get over here. Get get out of it. And then they, they, bro, they kick me out. They cuss me out. They kick me out of the concert. They pick me up, all type of stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, man. And they're like, I'm like, but my friends are inside. He's like, you should have thought about that. I'm like, I'm screaming at security. I'm screaming at security as I'm being kicked out. I get kicked out. So moral of the story, I never got to see Vic Mensa perform that night. And I had to wait in the car. I had to wait in the car for all my homies to get out because I was their ride home. So, um, yeah, man, I didn't get to see the concert and I was on, I was, I paid however much money to sit in my car and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> was I pissed? Yes, bro. I was pissed because I had to, bro, the concert just started. So let's say you... The concert started at eight o'clock. I was sitting in my car to like 10, 30, 11, waiting for these fools to get out because I got kicked out like 20, 25 minutes into it, um, which was crazy. <laughs> so that is the definition of miss me with that, because um, I was real, I guess, adventurous, real bravado. Um, and I didn't want to miss the concert and I didn't want to miss a good time. But how much did a good time cost me during that time? Like it cost me the entire concert, right? Just for having a beer and and um, right, just just wanting to to drink to, to inhibition, right? To be more relaxed, right? People drink to be more relaxed. They drink to be comfortable, or they feel comfortable. They feel enough to, um, or they are social drinkers, depending on whatever uh, the occasion is. It could be a celebration, right? You could be uh, a celebratory drink. I just. I just passed the bar exam. I just graduated from high school. I just, well, you can't drink at 18. We just kind of discovered that. But I just graduated from college. I just graduated from technical school. I just got my, the job of my dreams. I just got married. I just had a kid. Whatever the case may be, you're celebrating and you're, you know, you want to drink to feel a sense of excitement, um, a sense of whatever, whatever you're feeling at that moment, or it's a sense of happiness, right? Whatever that comfort is to you at that point. And, you know, um, whatever that means to you, right? And alcohol, I feel like it's taken on um, like a lot, right? There's Ciroc, and Vodka, um, all these, all these guys, Ciroc, you know, was, was one of the, on the forefront, right? Um, when, 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 P. Diddy, Sean Puffy, I don't know what to call him, right? Diddy Love, Diddy Money, whatever you call him, bro. He's got like 45 plus names. Like you, 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 uh, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to call him. You, you don't know what to, how to greet this dude when you see him. Cause bro, you got like 35 nicknames, bro. Can we just stick to one nickname? So, um, I feel like when he came out with uh, the Ciroc, you know, that changed the game. Like that was a big game changer, right? Miss me with that. Miss me with that is is right. That's the core of the day. But that's that's his. That was his attitude, right? There to me before Ciroc came out, I can't think of any black 
owners and oh, I don't want to make this whole a color colorism thing, but I don't I don't remember any um anybody like him at that time that what that had their own alcohol. Um to be honest, and then right then uh Curtis Jackson f- known as 50 Cent, however you want to call him. Um he came out with um alcohol. Um I think Drake has alcohol out. Um uh uh Jay-Z, Sean Carter, I think he has um some of his own alcohol. So the game has definitely changed with um Conor McGregor, he has his own scent of whiskey. Right. Uh, Accent five, I think. I hope I'm not doing uh, saying that wrong or. um, But um, to speak on that, because St. Patty's Day was very recently. um, 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 I don't know anything about being Irish. Um, Right. But it's it's a stigma. It's it's more a stigma or propaganda, like how the uh, luck of the Irish or um, the the the. I don't know what you call them, but the uh, the symbolism of uh, to be Irish is that, you know, that you drink a lot, you know, right. That's that's what it means. That's the heritage or whatever you want to call it to be Irish. Right. That's what people think of on the outside. So maybe that's true. I've never been to Ireland. I don't know anything about Ireland. I don't know anything about Irish people. Right. Um, But I feel like that's what people think of when they think of whiskey or or Conor McGregor or Irish descended people. Um and I say that um uh and I'm skipping over some things. Uh um uh whiskey itself is very strong. So Tennessee whiskey, um I took a trip to Tennessee some years back. I can't remember what year it was, but I took a trip to Tennessee some years back and um that was uh fun and but to me I've always struggled with whiskey. Personally, I've always struggled with whiskey, but I know some guys that'll take whiskey down like no other. To me, those those dudes are professional drinkers. Like with the definition of miss miss me with that Tennessee whiskey. That's what you can miss me with for sure. Um um but those dudes I feel like are are very strong, stronger or their tolerance is isn't as lowered. Their inhibitions isn't as lowered when it comes to to drinking and and, and all of uh, those sorts, right? And um, so I'm 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 painting a lot of positives for drinking. They're not really even positives, but I'm I'm setting the spotlight to where yeah, that's these are some of the good qualities, right? But when you talk about alcohol, there's also some bad, 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 bad qualities, right? So there is a fetal alcohol syndrome, FAS, which is is when a woman is pregnant and she's drinking. It's called a teratogen, right? And this teratogen pretty much it is something that destroys the baby. A teratogen describes uh, destructive behavior while you're pregnant. So FAS, fetal alcohol syndrome, or smoking while pregnant either cigarettes or marijuana or doing drugs while pregnant is something that destroys your kid, right? So fetal alcohol syndrome kind of leads to Down syndrome. It can lead to Turner syndrome, uh, mixed with 
turner syndrome thing just makes the x chromosome y chromosome i can't really i'm not really painting a good description of that but yeah it, it it's something that can truly like it can truly affect your kid right um they, their head can be misshapen um it's a lot there's a lot of lasting effects if you drink while pregnant um i don't know if wine does the same thing but i'm i mean wine is you know i feel like from my perspective i don't think i think of wine as like heavy alcohol but it still could be i don't know if it's three percent two percent whatever it is um but yeah there's there could be lasting effects with that as well um um so yeah, uh, I think it's important to know and understand if you're pregnant, just don't drink, right? Um, because you could really hurt and harm your kid, and it's I don't know. That's just that's that's a topic that just it just shouldn't should really happen. But you never know what someone's going through, right? Miss me with that, right? They could be they could be going through some of the hardest things, and you know, I had talked about uh, the draft earlier, right? Let's give an example, right? So this lady has got pregnant, husband's over in war, you know, he he dies. He dies in war. Miss me with that. She's home by herself. She has no one at that point, right? They're going to build this future together. She starts drinking. Miss me with that. Miss me with that in her perspective is miss me with that. I'm drinking to make myself feel whole again. You know, that's a, that's a sad reality, but she's making herself feel fulfilled and whole. But like her kid is, is uh, being destroyed in that process. Miss me with that. All right. Let's say. Um, five years sober. You didn't have you haven't had a drop of alcohol in five years. And um, you break your leg, break your leg and. um now you're forced to be in the house for six to seven months, right? All you do is you got to sit up, you got to watch TV. You can't really do much. No one's really calling you. No one wants to check in on you, right? You've been five years sober, right? You slip up the one time. Now you're back on that path. Miss me with that. So there's a lot to it. Um, you're fighting with someone, right? And this is, again, the alcohol pain, the alcohol pain in picture, right? You're fighting with someone. It's 12 o'clock, 1 in the morning. You've been drinking. You know, you get behind the wheel. You go out. You try to drive home. You can't. You realize, hey, I can't do this. You strike, you strike someone, strike a kid, you hurt yourself, miss me with that, right? That's alcohol in a different light. 
um, yeah, there's the fun side of it, the exciting, celebratory side of that. But you got to also think of some of the other sides, right? Um, so when I was younger, um, beer, beer pong and all this stuff was a uh, big, uh, new Amsterdam was like my go-to drink. Cause I was, bro, I was broke. Like <laughs> I maybe had like 20, $25. So if I knew Amsterdam realistically is like 10 or $15 and y'all still got like some money to go to McDonald's later. <laughs> so I was big on New Amsterdam because depending on wherever I was going, I had like, let's say I had $30, New Amsterdam's like 15, 15, 12. It's like $12. I'm going to be real with you. It's like 12 or $13, bro. I still got money for like um, food for later. So I just bought me like a whole fifth for $12 and I got money for food later. So New Amsterdam was my go-to for when I was like really young. Um, and, uh, when I was linking up with some of my friends, it was, um, we did a lot of rums and stuff like that, right? We would just go through, uh, Captain Morgan, like no other, but Captain Morgan is to me at the time, I was still a, a really, like I was a lightweight and, um, that's heavy. That was heavy stuff. All right. So we're going to switch over from, from alcohol to coffee, right? <clears throat> miss me with that. You can ask a lot of people like, hey, you like coffee? And some people be like, bro, I've never had coffee a day in my life. You can ask a person, yo, can you hook up that uh, coffee pot for me? They have no idea what to do, right? Some people don't even know what a Keurig is. Some people don't know what a K-cup is. Some people don't know what a lot of that stuff is, right? Um, miss me with that. Miss me with that coffee madness, right? They don't like, they don't like sugar. They don't like creamer. Some people like straight black coffee, right? I personally like black coffee when I have to lock in for something. Um, and I don't want really flavor because it helps me stay focused on whatever I'm doing. So sometimes I don't like, uh, creamer and the, 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 all, all the other stuff when I'm drinking coffee. But I think, I was obsessed with like those little Starbucks things, uh, the Starbucks like Frappuccino things that come in uh, the real chilled bottle. And uh, I think when I found that, I was like, oh, my God, these things are amazing. Um, I think over time I have drawn back from a lot of those things um, just because of the negative perception that Starbucks has in the media um, over a lot of incidents that just just don't make sense. Um, I think I've swayed more toward Dunkin Donut or if I can find a local chain that I like, then yeah, like I will go to uh, a place like that. Um, I only say that because um, they're going to work for your money. I feel like these local places, um, they want you to come back, right? They want you to invest into their business, right? So in turn, they want you to come they want you to, hey, enjoy yourself. Like they want you to feel the most comfortable at their business because they want your money, right? So they're going to do stuff that a Starbucks or um, one of these big corporations isn't going to do, um, right? Uh, I think I think everyone, when they think of coffee, they think of Starbucks because Starbucks is kind of running the game right now, Um 
And um, I, I don't blame them, right? Because it is, it is some pretty good coffee. But again, I think it's more to it than that. Like, yeah, like I, I can take my coffee, but if your customer service is bad, like Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A has gotten great reviews because they, they like people feel that they go above and beyond for the customer. And let's be real, bro. Everyone has bad days, bro, especially in customer service and food, food industry to, to again, I, I feel like I've, I've been doing more opinions in this one than I've ever done, but the food industry sucks, bro. No one really wants to work in food, bro. I, I know like, yo, behind the scenes, the floor be all slippery. You be slipping and sliding and people be screaming at you 24 seven. No one wants that. No one wants to be screamed at 24 seven because I, I forgot your one scoop of caramel because you uh late running work to your whatever job. Like my bad lady, if you don't get this one scoop, is it going to kill you? No, you're going to live. So, okay, bye-bye. Get this scoop, leave. So I, I don't know, you know, uh, people are real, but th- that's the thing too, right? Some people are really routine people. Like they have to have a set routine for stuff. And um, that's, that can be just real, real like particular for certain stuff because it's like this one little thing won't ruin your day. But I but I am a believer in the seconds of life. Right? I am I am a believer um that in 4 to 5 seconds things can change. So I am I am also I'm contradicting myself, but I don't believe that if you don't get this extra scoop of latte or extra two or three espresso shots that you're going to you know, just poof and perish. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna fall out into a blob and go into the sewage drain. No, you're not, right? You're not gonna if you if you don't if you don't get my, your your whipped cream on top of your drink, bro. Are you are you gonna explode? Are you gonna uh, no, you're not. Like come on, just like stop exaggerating. Like is is the whipped cream on this coffee that that important that you got to scream at someone at eight in the morning. No, get over yourself at that point, bro. That's ridiculous. But again, like not everyone is a big coffee person, but not even coffee, right? You got teas, you got, um, you got hot chocolate. I used to be a big hot chocolate person. I think over time, I don't really care for hot chocolate. Um, only thing I think I only really care for hot chocolate is because they had the marshmallows and everything in it. Um, but yeah, I don't really care. And I, I like hot coffee in certain instances, but I'm, I'm a big iced coffee person. I think, I think over time I've turned, I've switched from, uh, hotter coffee to iced coffee. I think, um, it, it, it kind of depends on the situation, but I think I've turned into more of an iced coffee person. Um, and for the most part, most of the people I meet are iced coffee people. I don't know a lot of Hot. Unless, unless I feel like people are going into work or whatever the situation may be, they're more hot coffee people. But yeah, I think I've I made the switch um, from there to someone who doesn't uh, drink it as much, right? Um, soda, pop, whatever you call it, um, is is also. Uh, very big miss me with that some people 
you can completely miss them with pop. They'll they don't like to drink any anything like that, right? No, it doesn't matter what it is. They won't drink it. Some people are more juice people, right? Um, some people just like, and you got to think there's so many juices out there, <laughs> juicy fruit, right? Um, I I didn't even know that it's it's so many versions of different juices out there, which is the craziest thing, bro. Like I don't, um, I think when I was coming up. I used to go to McDonald's all the time. I used to go to McDonald's all the time. And I used to get like, with no hesitation, I get a Coke. Like McDonald's Coke and Sprite probably has freaking crack in it for sure. Because I would always go to get some Coke or a Sprite or whatever it is. And them boys is stronger than strong. Um, I don't know freaking where they get their Sprite from, but... Um, at that time I was big on like Coke and I think over time I turned into more of a Dr. Pepper person because it, it, uh, I used to, I hear, I used to hear stories from back in the day that Coke used to actually have real Coke in it. Or I've heard the story of pouring Coke on battery acid or something like that. And it kind of freaked me out to the fact that I've never personally done my research behind it, but you know, it, it is it is hearsay. It is rumors. But um, they kind of freaked me out to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't really want to drink this no more. If it's if it can do that to a car or do that to wherever, what what is it doing to my teeth, the enamel or whatever in my teeth? I don't want I don't want that to be me. And uh, I actually I was originally doing Sprite first and then I moved over to Coke. And then I moved over to Dr. Pepper. And now I'm solid with my Dr. Pepper. Like, I'll take the Dr. Pepper no matter what the situation is. Um, because I feel like it's a good combination. It's a good mix to where um, it's not it's not super strong, but it's strong enough. Um, and I've become a big OJ, OJ fan. Not Orenthal James. Um, I've become a big orange juice fan. Um um i become the juice not the not not the uh not the juice you know though <laughs> um yeah i become a big orange juice fan um just for immune system wise uh health wise overall um i think i've become a a, a big a big proponent for that um and i just think it's good for you going forward um so, yeah. Last point I'll touch on, because uh, we're coming to a close pretty soon, is tea. I think um, I've never been a big fan of tea. I never knew anything about tea. I never cared for tea. And I feel like that's weird because... You go to different countries like London or uh, um, places like that, you know, in England where tea is on the forefront and tea is like or maybe France. I think France is big on that as well. Like you go to places like that where, you know, tea is like, let's have a conversation over tea. Right. Or let's have this, this, this with some green tea or, you know, 
Um, there's caffeinated tea. Like that was when I realized there was caffeinated tea, I was like, whoa, like I had no idea about that. Um, I, I didn't know um, that was a thing, to be honest. Right. <clears throat> tea apparently was so important that there was the Boston Tea Party where they're like there was all this taxation on tea and uh, people from Boston, I think, invaded this ship. Right. This is when uh, England was still in control of the United States. It wasn't the United States just yet, uh, but England still had control over it. America. Right. We didn't have the 50 states. I think it was like 13 or I don't even think we were at 13 yet. I think it was before that. So the, this tea was so big that uh, these people invaded the ship and threw all the tea off of the ship. And when they threw all the tea off of the ship, it was uh in retribution because it was it was uh there was so tax size for tea that it was it was one of those things to like aha gotcha bitch you know it was one of those moments you know like it was one of those things where it was like aha like in your face moment um and um yeah so that's how big tea was at that time right um and again you can kind of mix it up with your teas and stuff now i don't think i even know people in modern day time and modern time that drink a lot of tea. Uh, but again, maybe I'm just not cultured. You know, who knows? You uncultured swine. So uh, I don't know um, if that's what it uh, if that's what it is. Um, actually, I'm going to touch on one more thing uh, since we're talking about drinks uh, and we did talk about coffee and stuff like that. Shakes. Can we can we count shakes in this? I feel like we can count shakes in this, right? Um, shakes, flurry, not a flurry, but like a milkshake. Um, I used to be a big chocolate milkshake dude. Like I love chocolate milkshakes. And then eventually I moved over to strawberry milkshakes, but I don't like with, um, is it, it's not the grenadine. It's, it's like weird. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I've had milkshakes where there's like remnants maybe of the strawberry in there and i hate those so any strawberry milkshake that i get and it has remnants of like the strawberry still in the shake i hate it i absolutely hate it um i to this day i don't think i'll ever openly go and get a vanilla shake i don't i think i'm kind of over that um and i'm kind of over chocolate shakes just a bit and to be honest i can't even think of the last time i've had a strawberry shake to be real with you um or the shamrock shake mint anything is fucking disgusting like mint like no one no one openly wants a mint to me but i've met people that are like like mint flavored stuff like if you like mint flavored anything you're a bozo and i say that with all due respect all due respect you're a fucking bozo and the reason i say that is because you want something that's supposed to be flavorful to taste like a mint. Bro, you're so worried about your breath that you're that you want this thing that's supposed to be really good to taste minty. That is the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. That is I don't know, man. I can't really explain that. And uh I'm sorry if you feel a way about that, but that's just fucking weird to me. Um mint anything is disgusting. 
And I'm also saying that as a hypocrite because I've never had a shamrock shake. And I've never had a shamrock shake because it's green. I don't want anything green in my mouth. No, thank you. Um, uh, I don't know. I just don't want... Uh, it, 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 it literally is the fact that it's green that it um, is so crazy to me. Um, oh, Smoothie King. I love, I love, that's, I'm literally naming a franchise, but smoothies in general, right? Um, There are smoothies out here that are just amazing, right? And smoothies are really help, like healthy for you. Like smoothies are, is something that is, you know, you can do strawberry and a banana. You can do pineapple and strawberry. You can do whatever, you know, you can literally you know, do it up and doctor it up however you want. But the thing is, it's got to be good for you 24 seven, no matter what it is. You know, I've had smoothies where I've loved that the protein was in there. And I've had smoothies where I was like, bro, keep that protein out of there. Um, So it all kind of depends on you um, as a person. Um, But yeah, I'm a big, big Two, two to f- oh, two to four thumbs up when it comes to smoothies. Um, if you if you are a smoothie person, you're doing it right. You're doing it up, and uh, kudos to you. So, uh, I want to leave you with something to think on. And um, okay, so well, I'm gonna leave you with this. Right. And I had touched on this earlier that drinking we associated with alcohol. So I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be a hypocrite and make this um, alcohol related. But as you know, we've touched on more than just alcohol. Um, when you go to drink, are you drinking to fit in? Are you drinking to have fun? Are you drinking to be more social? Why are you taking this drink? Is this drink going to really solve the problems that you have? Is this drink for the moment? What does it mean when you take a sip of that drink? What does it mean? Question mark. All right, y'all. We out. Peace.